Amen. The Word of God says, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Nick, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be sitting by this. Everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I believe it's, we can all agree today, it's a very good feeling to know that you're loved. Amen? It's a wonderful feeling to know that somebody cares enough about you to share from their heart that they love you. Many of you have heard me say this before, and some of you that have just now started coming to church over the past few years. When Sheila and I went to Lindsey Wilson College, Mark knows all about that place down there, don't you, Mark? When Sheila and I went to Lindsey Wilson College, I met Sheila on the very first day that I went to school there at college. And we sort of had one of those relationships that was just Boom, we were together all day long in every class that we had together and on and on every day I would see her, we'd go out to eat and we'd do all these type of things. Well, after about a week of being together, we were walking one night. Y'all remember when you used to walk around with your honey and hold her hand and walk around and all these type of things? Well, we were walking around the college there and out of nowhere, she looks at me and says these words. Are you ready? Hold on to a pew. I love you. Now, what was I supposed to say back right at that moment? I love you too. Well, the first thing that came to my mind is, are you sure? Really? That you sure that you love? I was stunned. It, sometimes it is stunning to know that somebody else loves you, isn't it? That somebody else could actually say that word to you. That means what? That they hold a special place in their heart for you. That they care about you. That they care about what happens in your life. Now I want you to know something today. And I want you to be, help you to be able to put a big smile on your face today. I want you to know something. You are loved today. Amen? You are Loved. If you look to the left or to the right of you or to the person behind you and the person in front of you, Joe and Laurie and Reese, I'll let you all know I love you because I'm, you got to look at me up here. But those people all around about you, you know what? They, they love you, don't you? Don't they? Because we are brothers and what? And sisters in Christ. We have that common bond. We love each other, and we, we feel that goodness of God. And I believe that's one of the most blessed things in being a Christian, isn't it? To feel the love of others. To let you know that you're not walking through this world all by yourself. That you have the love of God around about you. I believe we all can agree today that it's wonderful for us to be loved, but I also believe today that our world needs more love in it. Don't you all? That our world truly needs more of the love of God in this world. We, we know that this world is full of plenty 
envy and strife and, and hatred and all of those other words that I wish we didn't have to say. But our world has a lot of those things in it today. And seemingly, no one feels the need to love anybody else. Seemingly, people really don't care what their actions, what effect it has on anyone else. But the scripture that I read to you this morning, and Naomi shared as well this morning, we learn from the scripture that by this, everyone that will know that you are my disciple... If you are, if you love one another, if you have that love for Christ in your heart and your life and you be able to share it with somebody else and let them know the love of Christ. I believe today that our world needs a lot of fixing, don't you all? I believe that in this world that we live in today, there's a lot of things that need to be changed, a lot of things that need to be looked at, a lot of things that need to be done differently, a lot of things that we need to address out in the world. But I don't believe there's anything too big for the love of God to fix, right? That if we're able to take that love that we feel for our brothers and sisters in Christ, and as we go out into the world to be able to share that love with others. Jesus' love is something that's hard for us to define, isn't it? It's a love for us to, very difficult for us to make a definition of how this love is for us. And not only how this love is for us, but how that Jesus loves every little boy and girl, don't they? Doesn't he? That he has that love for them. That love that goes beyond measure, doesn't it? Of love that he puts others before himself. Love one another. Learn to have that, that love inside of you. Now, I'm not saying, make sure you hear this, we're not always going to get along. Amen? We're going to have our differences. There's going to be times that we say things that we shouldn't. Any of the rest of you ever did that? I have. I can raise my hand big and proud on that one. There's going to be actions that I, I take sometimes that I wish I didn't, but that truly... Those actions and those words should not take away your love for one another, right? That should be something that's just intertwined in your life. That's something that's embedded there. Something that that goes on in the world today. Love one another. But how do we do that? How do we show the world how that Christ wants us to Love one another. How do we say, I'm going to take the love that God gives me, and I'm going to take that love that He gives me, and I'm going to share it out in the world? First of all, I believe love one another shows the love of Christ in the world today. Over in Matthew 5, verses beginning with verse 43, it says, You have heard that it is said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies... And pray for those that persecute you. That you may be children of the Father in heaven. He causes his his son to rise on the evil and the good. And sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. I believe today we can all agree it's, it's easy to love the people 
that means something to you, right? Somebody that's close and near and dear to you, people that you hold in your family unit. I hope you can say amen to this. It's easy to love the people at Bethlehem Church, amen? It's easy to love people that are like-minded like you, people that think like you, people that have the same mindset as you, people that pray for you, people that are there for you. It's easy to, to love those folks. And praise be to God, Christ loves them, don't it, doesn't he? But you know what? Sometimes it's hard to love the people that it's, that's not like-minded like you. People that's done you wrong. Has anybody ever done you wrong before in your life? Have they ever hurt you? Have they ever said something to you that you don't understand why? Those folks, it's difficult to love. And it's difficult for you to look at them and say, Well, Brother Paul, I love them just as much as I love the person sitting to the right or left of me today. Or for the person in front of me or behind me today, I love the ones that hurt me just as much as the ones that love me and do good for me. When I was a young preacher, now that was a long time ago. You need to get the calculator out to figure out that, okay? Can't count them on your fingers and your toes. That was a long, long time ago. I had a, had a guy that I had worked with at work during the past week. And doing the job that I did, almost done with, but doing the job that I had, I had to have a couple of hats. During the week, I had to lay down the law sometimes. I had to say some things to folks to straighten them out and tell them some things and make some hard decisions for them and and try to help them be a better parent and try to help them and show them how they need to change in your life. So believe it or not, I know this is going to be hard for you all to believe, okay? But not everybody liked your preacher. There'd be times that I'd go into the dollar store in Edmonton and I'd tell Sheila, I'd say, I'd say folks walking in and I'd say, honey, I think it's best if I stay in the car right now. Y'all go right on in, all right? I'll be there after a while because sometimes people will get a little agitated with me well i had a guy that got very agitated with me tried to get me fired from a job he even tried to call the governor wrote some letters said some other things said some words to me some words and that i didn't understand what all of them meant but boy he could roll them off well guess what he did one sunday morning he showed up to church. And guess what he did? He didn't stay out in the parking lot. He came in the back door of the church. Now I'm the preacher. Remember me? And I stand and preach and say, love who? Love one another. It's how, that's how you define and show that you are a disciple of Christ. If you love one another. Right? And he walked in the back door, and the first thing that I thought was, well, boy, it's, we're getting ready to throw down, aren't we? <laughs> getting ready to have a mess right here at the church. He came in, he sat at the back row, and the whole time that I was doing my announcements and my prayer requests and 
all of those things. I couldn't get my mind squared back to where it needed to be. And all I was thinking about is why he's here. Why is he here? What is he going to do? What am I going to have to do? What's going to take place? And the old devil was eating away at me. The old devil was saying to me, the best thing you can do is just go back there and talk to him and take him outside. He don't deserve being here. Why is he at church the way he treated you? Why, would, why in the world would he show up here? Aren't you glad today that God loves you so much sometimes that he corrects you very fast? Amen? That God says, wait a minute. That's not the way I love that person. That's not the way I love you. Don't you go showing yourself to somebody else. Don't you start saying that you love me and then that you hate others. Don't you do that. Now, I'll be honest with you. Sheila probably remembers. Probably has it wrote down somewhere. I don't know what I preached on that day. So I have no idea. I'm sure during the whole time I was preaching, I had, boy, I wonder what's going to happen at the end of church. <laughs> what's going to happen when he's here and I've got to leave and I've got to walk by him? Well, one of the things you all know is your preacher tries to do an altar call when? Every Sunday. And even the altar's open all the time. And I remember at the end of the church, started piano started playing, and I looked back. You know how, you know how your preacher likes looking at you all? Well, that day I didn't look around too much. I had my eyes right on one, one certain spot to see if there was any fast movement or anything that was going on back there. And the piano player started playing and my song leader started singing. He stood up and started walking up front. Well, back then I didn't know if I had high blood pressure or not. I can guarantee you right then I had some good high blood pressure. And there was nothing wrong with my pulse right then. It was good and high. And he walked up front and he kneeled. Now, I tell you what, it took me just a second. Because this man had been mean this past week. He'd said things about my family and myself and some other people that I loved and cared about. But I knew that he came to the altar and God wanted me to pray with him. And I got down and we prayed. And he asked God for forgiveness. And then he looked at me. And asked me for forgiveness. And I forgave him. Today, folks, I think we all can agree that you've had situations like that yourself. And I believe all of you can agree that maybe you've been able to overcome some of those situations. And also maybe you're dealing with some of those situations right now. But remember this. To some folks... You are the only Christ they will ever see. Do you realize that? You are the only love of Christ that they will ever experience. And they are looking at you and saying, what would Christ do in this situation? I believe that Christ wants us to do our very best to love others. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it gets your blood pressure up. Sometimes it makes you... Wonder what you're going to do and what you're going to say. But I want you to know something. And I promise you this. And make sure you listen to this. 
If you are doing God's will, he's going to show you a way to be able to show others about him and to be able to show others about his love that he has for them. We also know by having that love for Christ in our hearts and our lives that we are able to love one another as a result of our salvation. Praise be to God today that God looked beyond my faults, didn't he, and your faults. And he says, even though you have blemishes and even though you've made mistakes and even though you've done things that are contrary to what I would hope that you would do, I still love you. Over in 1 Peter it says, 1 Peter 1.22 at the end of that verse it says, Love one another deeply from the heart. You see, when you are saved, not only are you become a new person, but you've heard me say this many times, but as Christians, I think we should agree and understand this every day. It's not Now it's not only you living your life, it's Christ living in you. Which means now you have salvation in your life. Which now means that you are able to show that love of God to others deeply. It's easy to have mouth service when it comes to loving somebody. Right? You can say, oh, I love you, 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 and then treat them like dirt. Right? But you have to have that love that's deep inside of your heart and your life, and you love them in sickness and what? In health. To love and to cherish to death do you part. You love them for richer For poor, you love them for all those rough times that you go through. It's not just words that you say. It's words that you live. How you live your life every day. Your salvation is there. You feel that that kindle of God's love in your heart and your life, and you live that way every day. Another point this morning I want to make. Love one another changes the way you live. What? Loving one another changes the way you live. I remember one of the loneliest parts of my life I can ever remember. Now, some of the rest of you can remember this as well. But when they take you back for surgery... For just a brief moment, they wheel you into the operating room and they're waiting on the doctor and they're waiting on whoever else is going to come in there. And you're in this waiting room, waiting room, operating room, whichever one I've been in so far is about 30 degrees. You're freezing to death. You're in that room all by yourself and you're wondering what's going to go on and all of a sudden, the nurses, the doctors, and everybody else just leaves you. And it's happened to me every time, every time I've had surgery. And you're laying there on that table, and you're all by yourself except for God. Boy, you could have some good talks right then. You could have, I knew I had a little lady lovely wife back in my room waiting for me that loved me, and I knew that I had 
my church family that was praying for me and other people that loved me. I, I knew that, and I, I knew they were, they were praying there for me. But that little lady that I love so much couldn't be right beside me, and you all couldn't be in that operating room. But I did know one thing. God was in that room. That changes the way you live, isn't it? Loving one another changes the way you live. All of a sudden you decide there is nothing that is impossible with God. That no matter what I face or what I'm going through, God is going to find a way. No matter what that is. Now, some of them may seem pretty big, right? Some of them them may feel like you're going up against a big old giant, right? Your little David going against Goliath. Sometimes you may feel like that, but you know something. The way you live now is not the way that others live, but you are living with the love of God that you have in your heart and your life, and your God is going to bring you through. You know that. That's how you know to love one another and to have that love of God in your heart and in your life. Love one another, Scripture says. Show that you are my disciple. Show that you have that love in your heart and in your life. Today, I've said it. I'll say it again. I want you to know you're loved. If you can hear my voice this morning, I want you to know I love you. And your church loves you. And praise be to God today, God loves you, right? But what are we going to do? Well, preacher, I know the world needs love. Well, amen, they do. But how are we going to be able to take that love out into the world? We have to be able to say, I'm going to love one another. I'm going to love the ones that are easy to love. I'm going to love the ones that are hard to love. I'm going to let others see God living inside of me. I'm going to let others see how I live my life. I'm going to let others see how that I have been changed. I'm going to let others see how that if they have the love of God in their life, how they live their life every day, and how they grow to be more like Him. Today, I don't know what you're dealing with. I've heard some people say, I wish I could read minds. I'm glad I can't. Amen? I've got enough on my mind. I can't imagine knowing everybody else's minds and knowing what they're going through and what's going on in their life. But you know what? You know what's going on. You know what you're struggling with. You know what's causing you to say, you know, Brother Paul, I want to love, but I just don't, I can't get everything in my life in order to love like I should. I can't have the love of Christ like I should. I, I, I still got something there that's just not right. Something there that's just holding me back. Well, I'm so glad to be able to share some good news with you today. You know, we serve a God that never gives up on us, right? We sung about it a while ago. And whatever you're facing today is not too big for the God that I serve. 
He loves you enough to be able to change whatever that situation is, no matter how big or small it seems. Your God can overcome that. Today, I want you to leave a different person. Praise be to God, you made it to church today. Amen? That's one big step. Praise be to God today, you can say when I said a few moments ago that you love the person to the right and to the left and to the back and to the front of you, right? I want you to leave today and go out and love others. I want you to take the love of Christ from here, not just lip service, but to be able to live that life of loving one another and to strive forward to do better for others. It's more than whatever you're facing, you're loved. Whatever you're dealing with, you're loved. Whatever you need to pray about today, you're loved. To know that God is here with you to give you what you need. Listen to him this morning as we have our closing song. Show them our-